Hello everyone and welcome back to Bebop Banter, the internet's premier anime podcast live from night two at Otakon in our undisclosed hotel room location. Uh, sitting here, it is me, your host, Wes, alongside uh, my co-host, Saeed. How's it going, guys? And our repeat special guest, friend of the show, Jim. How's it going, guys? Uh, how we, uh, you know, we, you both said, how's it going, guys? So <laughs> I'm going to throw it to you and say, how we, how we doing? How's it going, guys? How we feeling? Feeling good. Uh, I'm surprisingly not as tired as yesterday. I don't know why. Yeah, um, I feel like we we were, having, no, actually. we were having good conversation before this. I was getting yeah. a little tired prior to our conversations, but how are you feeling, Jim? Uh, the same. You know, I, I think, you know, obviously the body's a little more tired. Yeah. And having yeah. done two straight days, like, I don't know, 17,000 steps a day or something. Yeah, that's yeah, conversation invigorating. Yeah. Yeah, it kind of pales to, like, I remember there would be some conventions, though, Saeed, where we'd go, like, 30,000 plus steps a day mm-hmm. and it's like how did we do that and I think that goes stay out longer oh god yeah and, and we'll talk about that later because we are recording this episode a little earlier than last episode I think but, around the same um, time I think yeah around the same but first of all thank you guys for listening thank you for checking out last episode uh, thank you for maybe checking out killthecrooks.com where you can use code <clears throat> bbop15 for 15% off and I'm just getting it out of the way early so we can dive right into Day two, which is likely going to be our last kind of live day, unless I don't think we have anything we want to do tomorrow. So this will kind of be this will kind of be an Otakon wrap up, day two slash Otakon wrap up uh, series, and we'll just start chronologically. Uh, Otakon opened at what ten today? Ten a.m. was the uh, dealer's room open. No, I think it opened at eight. Yeah, check the check your your pass. I mean, what does it, it say? Says convention or eight a.m. Yeah, eight a.m. But the dealer's room was ten, right? Yeah, dealer's room was ten. Yeah, and I mentioned the eight a.m. open time because very very interestingly, we've never. I mean, this is your second convention, right, Jim? Correct. Uh, Saeed, this is. I don't know, probably fifth or sixth for you. Otakon or convention? Just convention in general. Way more. Way more than that? Yeah. Uh, well, this is what? I've been to six, no, five Otakons and three Katsukons and an anime expo. So this is like nine for me. Um, so you're probably around like seven. seven. Yeah. yeah, you're probably around seven. Uh, never been a part of a convention where, you know, we joked yesterday that like we got our pass so we're not going to have to be in a line anymore. We still had to be in a 30-ish minute line to get in with our badges. With badges, with the COVID wristbands. I mean, we literally had everything we needed and Mm -hmm. still spent a half hour in line. Yeah, it was... Jim, you said we were following along on Twitter and Otakon said what? They smashed every attendance record on day one. Yeah, I I don't know if they used the word smash, but they said very clearly they had broken every attendance record. I don't know if that means... Like, day one of Otakon 2022 was more people than, day, you know, days one through three of Otakons in the past, or if it's a day one to day one comparison. Mm-hmm. I mean, but, I mean, there was a lot of people. Yeah, it was, oh, yeah. the line yesterday to get our passes was two and a half hours, and it wrapped around yeah. the building two times. Maybe more. This, this line... For people that didn't have their passes, it looked like it wrapped around maybe three. It was like three lines deep going three around the easy. building. Yeah. And then on top of that, there was the line that wrapped around the building just to be able to get in. 
So we were joking on Twitter. People were commenting like this was LimeCon 2022, and you see it at every convention. Like people will say that, but I've never like even Anime Expo when I went in 2013. Like I've never been a part of a convention that has had lines like this. Oh my god, we, we, there were lines to get into the dealers' room when you got inside. Yeah. So if you've been to Otakon, the dealers' room is what Saeed? the whole bottom part, Close just the, just like, about. Yeah, it's, it's like, uh, I'd say it's about two-thirds of the bottom. Yeah, two-thirds of the bottom. And we got in there with no problem. We did our shopping, which we'll talk about here in a bit. But um, got in no problem, came out of the dealer's room, and the line to get into the dealer's room extended past the length of the actual dealer's room. Uh, it was insane. And there were still lines to get in to Otakon that we saw. Luckily, when we went to the artist alley, there wasn't a line to get in. But as we were leaving the artist alley, it looked like there was one forming. Mm-hmm. Uh, and during lunch, Otakon was live tweeting that they had to open up like a brand new entrance on a different street to let people in. They had to direct people. They were apologizing for not being able to get people in uh, kind of on a speedy process, even if you had your badge. So it was... Say, what did you say was your estimate? Because they're going to announce... Oh. Yeah, they're going to announce the attendance numbers tomorrow as of this recording. So we'll include it in the description of this episode. But what is your... 50 to 80K? 50 to 80K? Yeah. Jim, what do you think we had? I mean, I feel like that's a fair range. I'm probably going to say... I will say 55. Yeah, I've been a little more conservative because I feel like Otakon has typically been like for a total weekend. I've seen anywhere from like 27 to 32-ish. So I was saying like forty to sixty. I'm a, I'm a just to be fair. I'll probably I'll st- uh, you said fifty five, right? Yeah. I'll go with eight k. Yeah. Okay. So I'm I'm saying like forty to sixty. Like I think it's like a good amount more, like a good ten thousand more. But again, like those lines I think were it's just, way more than ten thousand. Those lines were just insane, absolutely crazy. I don't know if they some. don't have the manpower to. They, I mean. They just can't do this again, right? I, I think it really might have left a really bad, sour taste in people's mouth. Nobody wants to stand in line on the on the busiest day, Saturday, when you have presumably the most time to yeah. go to the... I mean, if you get to the convention at, let's say, 11, mm-hmm. you're spending at least today three hours in line. The dealer's room closes at 6. Mm-hmm. So, you, I mean, you got to move when you get in there. And I don't think people necessarily, A, are experienced enough to do that. Yeah. B want to do that when this is their day to experience the convention. Yeah, because you have like we all got weekend passes, so it's not an issue for us. If we wanted to, we could go to the dealer's room tomorrow. Sure. And yeah. buy stuff, but there are people that will legit just buy like a Saturday day pass. I don't know what the line is going to be like tomorrow. I doubt. Like if you bought just a Sunday day pass, you're probably going to be good to go. To get your day pass and like go in and shop. But then even then the thing closes like three. Yeah. So most people, if you're going to do a day pass, are probably going to buy the Saturday one. And like you said, Jim, you're cutting half of your at least shopping time out of it. And you might not be here to shop, but at least for us, we talked about it. The dealer's room doesn't just serve as shopping. It serves as like a, a setting the mood up because that's where everybody is for a It's also where everyone's going. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's, it was just shocking. It was absolutely shocking to see how many people were in line. And to be fair, when we got there, like 
we left the convention. We came back to our hotel. We relaxed. We got lunch. Uh, to be fair, when we got shout back, out to Pie Pizza, by the way. Shout out to Pie Pizza and Umaya from yesterday. Those yeah. are the two places we ate at. Um, to be fair, when we got back from Pie Pizza and we went back to the convention center around five, easy in line. Yeah. No, no line to no get. No line in. at all, actually. Yeah, yeah. it was it was the way it should have been. But then by by that time, if you don't have a pass, you're probably screwed. Like you're gonna miss out on shopping. You'll get a couple hours of dealers or of artist alley, but that's about it. Um, Let's put it this way: if you're if you're buying the day pass and your day is Saturday, you gotta get there early. Yeah, like uh, eight nine a.m. probably. Or just ship your day pass to you, right? That's so, tending. That's if our Demetrius actually was talking to us today in our group chat. And he asked if Otakon is looking like the anime expo of the East Coast in terms of getting into the convention center. And if this number that they talk about tomorrow is as large as we think it could be, and it just is continuing to grow as more people continue to come. Like, this year, I guess, Jim, you have last year as reference, but Saeed, I think you'll agree with me more. There have been more, like, kid kids... Yeah. And families at this convention than oh, I've ever wow. seen. Yeah. Uh, I'm talking like, I've seen when we were sitting there eating yesterday, Jim, I saw one like mom with like four probably middle school daughters that were just sitting there. Like it's, it's expanding I to saw, a young generation. I saw numerous uh, like infants in strollers. Yeah. I saw uh, parents with you know, younger multiple younger children walking around mm-hmm. um, I also saw on the other opposite side of that spectrum like mm-hmm. a lot of older folks as yeah, well yeah I was actually surprised with how so, many like old people there, were I mean there's just a lot of people a lot of weebs having kids yeah so it's one of those things where I'm just like if this continues to expand like I still will continue to come to Otakon of course yeah. I love I love coming to the convention but ordering your pass is about to be a must Yes. Because yeah. if they continue to I'm break attendance... I'm I'm not sure I'm going. Yeah. If, if they continue to break attendance records every year, which I feel like they do, uh, sometimes marginally, sometimes by an extreme amount. Like, Can I make a prediction what they're going to do for next year? Yeah. Multiple entrances. Yeah. Have from the get-go? Yeah. From the, yeah, from the, from the jump. Multiple entrances, On multiple... Friday and Saturday or just yeah. Saturday? Friday and Saturday. Yeah, I feel like... They could probably, if they could, set up... The place is enormous. There's so many ways to get in. Well, yeah. So staffing is an issue, right? Yeah. You yeah. need to pay these people to... Well, no. That's the thing. They volunteer for free. Yeah, it's a free volunteer. No, but they got to... I'm talking about the security to, like, oh. scan oh, yeah, stuff, yeah, 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 right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, first of all, on, on that note, too, shout out to the volunteers... Yes. Oh, yes. That make this happen. I mean, literally couldn't have it happen without them. Yeah. Shout out to the volunteers because you're coming to an anime convention probably as an anime fan and you get shifts, right? Where you're volunteering. Um, and I, I'm assuming you get your pass for free. But you're working a good amount to yeah. where you can't enjoy the convention like some of us. So shout out to that. But yeah, Demetrius asked if this was going to be like the anime expo of the East Coast. And if it at is least. Is this the biggest anime convention of the East Coast already? I think it is. Um, I think it's larger than Anime Boston. It's bigger than KatsuCon in terms of attendance. Yeah. Anime New York, I don't think, is as big as this. Uh, there are a couple in Pennsylvania that definitely aren't as big as this that are just getting started up. Um, so, 
Yeah, if it continues to go up, like if you're interested at all, start buying your even for Katsukon, I'm gonna see if they can ship my pass. Yeah. Um, just because it's more convenient and as we get older, which we'll talk about later, um, the more convenient we can make things, the better. But so we got in, uh, and immediately we went to the dealer's room and the first thing we did was you know, we talked about seeing younger kids. We talked about seeing families there. Mm-hmm. My coworker's grandson just got into anime. And we've... Ha- and Jim, you and I have talked about it too. We've talked about it on the podcast. We've hammered the fact that Demon Slayer is like the new gateway anime. Almost. So, um, she had given me... My coworker gave me some money. We got her grandson a pretty sick Tanjiro figure, honestly. Yeah, uh, a little Tanjiro plushie and we throw on a Tanjiro keychain because she didn't know who his favorite character was and that's like pretty safe uh, so we got that done uh, it's always fun to kind of shop for people like that then we went to the artist alley uh, I, I didn't buy anything today for myself uh, so I'll let you guys kind of we'll start with Saeed and then Jim talk about just kind of we made a couple purchases in the artist alley yeah so I bought one piece of art and it's not One Piece, it's a Berserk. It's a, it's a sick portrait of Guts, half of his real face, half of him in the Berserker armor. And it's pretty big. It's like, I'd say, three feet tall, maybe? Not even, two and a half? Yeah, I'd probably... Significant? Yeah, it's pretty significant. It's big, and the, the quality that the art is on is really... I thought, I don't even know what to, what kind of paper It's like a canvas is. or something. Yeah. yeah. But it was only sixty bucks. I was willing. I was expecting to pay near a hundred dollars, and I would have done it easily. But it was sixty bucks, so it was a must must grab for me. But that's all I got. I'm I'm. I was too. I don't know. I didn't want to get too much stuff. Yeah, you were just soured on the on the Kaido figure from yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. So it's the threat of getting ripped yeah, off. Yeah, yeah. That's what it is. It's it's not wanting to get ripped off. Yeah, and on that note, too, when we were walking the dealer's alley, this could be something, it could be nothing, but that guy that was trying to sell that Kaido figure for over double had a shit ton... Again, this is going to be an explicit cop episode, so whatever. Uh, he had a shit ton of Sakimi-chan art, who you can follow on Instagram, Twitter, mm-hmm. for sale. Yeah. And according to her stuff, she didn't post about anything being for sale at Otakon. All her socials say that you can support her via Patreon to get her art. Um, It looked like this dude, honestly, just either got a shit ton of stuff from her, or he printed up a bunch of her art prints. And it was sketchy, because some of them had copyright Tsukimi-chan in the corner with the year and the date. Some of the the print of the copyright varied in size. Mm -hmm. Some of them had watermarks that almost looked like they were edited out. Uh, so there was some sketchy sales stuff happening in the dealer room. It could be nothing. She could have given him permission to sell it, but it also... Didn't like, look good optically. Yeah, it did not look good with just kind of inconsistencies and some of that stuff. But Jim, what did you uh, what did you get here? Artists or dealers? Artist Alley. Artist you, Alley. Oh, well, well, we'll go dealer because you actually did get stuff in the dealer's room. Yeah, today in the dealer's room, I got... What did I get over there? I got... Oh, I got two, funnily enough, I got two Demon Slayer figures. One, uh, a Tengen Uzui figure. The, That's sick. The other, a Akaza figure. Um, Akaza, everyone knows, 
Uh, I won't say it. You know, threat of spoilers. Yeah, from from the 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 Mugen Train movie. Yes. Um, um, I think it's important to know too that for your Uzui figure and my World Ends with You figure from yesterday, there were situations where we actually were able to find them at MSRP. Yeah, because mine was a limited. Yeah, or just like around MSRP, so. It wasn't a case like the Kaido figure with Saeed where the f- kind of fear of getting ripped off as we get older, where the allure of just buying things in a convention. It's so easy, man. Yeah, it's, it's so, so easy. easy. Like, because I used to, like, you remember, I used to just drop bank at these. I went crazy on my first one. Yeah, like the first two, three conventions, we just go hard. Katsukon, when I did the whole pledge of buying stuff from where people aren't going for the artist alley place yeah i just kept putting my card in didn't look at how much stuff cost at all but see that's artist alley though where you're just getting something that you can't really get somewhere else like with the figures nowadays like we always go back to demetrius's gin figure his gintoki figure from gintama where he got it for like 60 and then turned the corner and it was for 45 Mm -hmm. like it's just the the good example here is some place had I don't remember if I said it last night. Some place had the Kaiba pop up parade for a hundred bucks, but then there was another place right down that was selling the Kaiba pop up parade with every pop up parade at their store. Figure that's a type of figure was forty five. So deal hunting can be kind of fun, but also like stressful. Stressful. Like I wanted again a Pecora figure from Hololive, and someone was selling it for 100 bucks and I can find it online for 60 the dealer was whack this year and I think about it more and more yeah pro- I'm, trying, I'm remembering how it used to look like yeah I'm t- there were there were some stalls missing this was the first year where that plushy lady wasn't there I was just thinking about it like the st- the one where I got my Charmander from yeah my Pokemon stuff from. I got stuff from her at KatsuCon last year yeah. so there were less and we talked about it at lunch There's less a lot of clothing more, a lot more clothing this year yeah like I don't know what it is, but less and less certain vendors seem to be coming to Otakon. Which is dumb because, you know, we're think, sitting here thinking there's going to be 60,000 people there and they're yeah. missing out on these sales. But then also, there's another interesting thing is Anime Matsuri in Houston, which is another big anime convention, is going on this same weekend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I wonder for some of these smaller stores or some of these like other companies that only send out to maybe one or two conventions because also comic-con was last last year like and and last week and travel can be wacky i wonder how like some of these more mom and pop places uh pick which one to go to i'd love to see the numbers on this houston convention yeah compared to uh otakon yeah otakon's like you have new york Philly, yeah, the whole eastern seaboard. Yeah. yeah, the whole east coast. Yeah, I don't think, but then again, who knows? Because last year Otakon, well, numbers were significantly down. Maybe that's what happened. The numbers were down. People were skeptical, so they made their decisions so based they made on their that. Decision early, mm-hmm. and now this happened. They'll be back next year. That's my prediction. Yeah. So tune in next year. But so you got your figures. Hated to cut you off about that. And then what else What else did we pick up here? Uh, going to Artists now? Yeah, we can go to Artists Alley. Artists Alley. Uh, for my fiance, I picked up a print, a kill-a-kill print of uh, Satsuki and Ryoku. Ryuko. 
Yuko. I love Kill a Kill. I'm sorry. Fine. Satsuki is my waifu, though. We know. Totally fine. We, we know. One of is. many. One of many. First, uh, Oda, first Otakon, I bought a Satsuki figure. It was half, like, Satsuki on the right, Ryoko on the left, uh, obviously armored. Yeah, it's it's sick. Um, that booth had a buy two, get one, and I was really thinking about going in with Jim to do the buy two, get one, but I held back because... They had a really cool uh, Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood uh-huh. with Winfrey, Alphonse, and Ed as well. That was really thinking about. Thinking yeah, about. they had a sick Pokemon Legends Arceus one where the colors just popped. But saving it for next convention, because I see that people at a lot of... I see a bit Otakon and Katsukon, everyone. Um, so yeah, that was kind of the artist alley thing. And then after we did all the artist stuff, we got lunch, hung out at the hotel a little bit, rested up, went back, watched some stuff in the arcade. Mm-hmm. Then the big, our big event for the day <laughs> that we talked about yesterday was the Shibuya Kaho panel. Mm-hmm. And I'll get your guys' takes on this. But it was listed as a gaming panel, which meant it was playing video games. It was an hour long. It was an hour hour long. Seven to eight p.m. Mm -hmm. Um, The best parts of this panel had nothing to do with gaming. Right. Correct. Because they did not test how to hook up a Nintendo Switch to this. The people didn't know how to work a Nintendo Switch. Some rando fucking weirdo cosplayer dude got up there to try to help them and he kind of didn't know how to work the Nintendo Switch for a little bit so they opened it up to Q&A for Shibuya Kaho and that was for people that don't know she streams on Twitch she's written a book she's done some songs and yes she is a former Japanese AV uh, actress I guess is what you would call adult video actress um, but the, the Q&A I thought was the most interesting part mm-hmm. um, Rock Paper Scissors fun Right, yeah, she QA would have been paper. a lot better if the those asking the questions were actually asking interesting questions. Yeah. Her were, responses, you know, were fair, were, were good. And uh, yeah. I thought it could have gotten derailed. Oh, yeah, it could have gotten. <laughs> yeah, I was waiting for it. I'm proud that it didn't get weird like that. Except for the one dude that was like, uh, I'm a regular. Hey, regular watcher. I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. Hopefully you mean Twitch. He but. looked like a Discord mod. Yeah. Oh, dude, he looked like the exact thing dude. you would think of a Discord <laughs> mod. Um, but also, a lot of the questions were about trash taste, and I was like, I would rather hear about like her experiences mm-hmm. with Thoughtful. But maybe, to be fair, the Q&A was kind of a distraction while they tried to work out all of the um, the kinks yeah. of and she did tech mention issues. that a lot of her newer fans are from trash taste. Trash taste, yeah, yeah, which is good. But uh, so I thought, I thought the panel was entertaining uh, during the Q and A, and then when they finally got some of the gaming going on, which took about 35, 40 minutes to do. Um, so what do you guys think? What do you guys think? She was on our side of the thing. She was. She was literally right in front of us. She's a she's a small individual. Very small. One of the smallest. Woman, I think I've ever seen in real life. Yeah, just to so that you can paint a picture without having to Google, um, without being lewd here. She is four foot eleven with thirty six H, and she was jumping around in a maid outfit, <laughs> playing Switch Sports. Right in front of us, we were we were on row two. Yeah, not to not to sound weird or creepy or anything, but that's the type of like size she was. But she was very energetic. 
she was, was nice. super nice to yeah. everybody. It, yes. uh, it seemed she was really engaging, even with some of the dumb questions. She that were speaks being asked. English very well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, great pivot away from that industry to like being legit. Like, say you and I both follow her on Twitch. She's like an entertainer. Yeah. Yeah, it was a very inter- like when they finally let her like talk to people and show her personality off. It was very entertaining, but just the tech issues were so yeah, bad. Yeah. It was. I think the format, the panel would have been a lot better. I think the format didn't fit her too well. Yeah. I feel like it was like one uh, her management's decision or something. That's what I felt like. Yeah. Also, the games, the game choice, switch sports. Um, they just didn't have any of the actual. I think they just tell, told her, "Hey, you're gonna do a gaming panel where people play against you and mm-hmm. switch, and we're just gonna figure it out on the fly." Yeah. Because they, the, the the person, so first of all, she chose who to play against in a whole auditorium of people mm-hmm. with rock, paper, scissors. And But they also, like, didn't know. Like, one of the questions someone asked was, how are you going to pick? And she was like, That's uh, what I mean. Yeah. Like, they didn't, they did, just failed to, to think about the logistics of how it would work out. Mm-hmm. And even when they got a winner from the rock, paper, scissors, one-on-one, right? This this girl versus yeah. Kaho Shibio. She played what a, a thing of badminton against her, and then immediately another game of bowling. And so we're at like seven forty at this point, and yeah. this one girl is playing against uh, Kaho. Yeah, for forever. Right, and there's a whole there's like six other runner ups from the um, rock paper scissors like standing on the side. Yeah, what two yeah. other two other people got to play with her, and even then, like based off of that, the whole it feels last minute thing. They were like, if you win, like, I. She was like, I think we'll be able to give you guys prizes if you win. Like, yeah, it's we'll figure something out. Yeah, yeah. And they had Mario Kart up there. They had Smash up there, but instead they picked Switch Sports. And I don't know if they wanted to like show off her kind of peppy attitude because it was funny watching her bowl. Yeah, like she it was, was. She was getting into it. She was really she like. She went trying. back like three rows, three four rows. Yeah, it we was. We don't know why she did that because he didn't really give her any kind of advantage. But I mean, but it was fun to watch. But it really didn't do the favors of giving everyone that had earned the opportunity to play against her. Right. Like, why would you her. not pick uh, Mario Kart and have three people each race? Yeah. Right. Do one race against yeah, her. Yeah. Easy. And then do rock paper scissors again and get another three up there to easy. race. Yeah. So if you hear if you, fifty cc to make it easy. Yeah. If you hear laughing or anything, there are people just going nuts outside of our doorway right now. So hey, that's that's that hotel life. But yeah, it just you could have set a three minute timer on a Super Smash Brothers round. And had four player or even eight player smash, and just go like that. Like it, it was. They a, said it was the first time they had done something like this, so they'll learn from this. But yeah, it, it was, was not a strong showing mm-hmm. for the first uh, instance. Yeah, I'm glad we went. Uh, I'm glad Agreed. I was able to see yeah. the see the person in person and like, again, infectious energy coming from like a very small package of a person. I was not expecting her to be that short. Yeah. Like, she was jumping around. She was trying to, like... Saeed's leaning over to me. Because yeah. I'm sitting... It's Wes, then me in the middle, and then... I was at the Saeed end. on yeah, the end, yeah. right in the aisle. And Saeed, who's 6'2", by the way, yeah. is, is, is leaning over to me and goes, Jim, I'm, I'm, I'm at eye level with her, and she's standing on, <laughs> on platform heels. Yeah, I'm like, was, <laughs> I, I was like, oh, she's so short. And I see she's wearing heels. Like, what the hell's going on? Yeah, there she's were like tiny. three-inch platform heels that she took off because... 
Oh, uh, another I, thing. When she said she was taking off, like, please don't be weird, people. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, people cheered. She was like, I gotta take my shoes off. And some people were like, yeah. And I was like, oh, God. But she... There was people in the front constantly taking pictures of her. I was like, I'm waiting for one of you freaks to, to zoom in. <laughs> down or something. <laughs> the one guy in front of me was filming yeah, the whole thing. Yeah, they were filming. Yeah. yeah. Which, uh, but... They said photography allowed, but yeah. When she she was next to me at one point, I wanted to take out my phone and take a selfie, but like, yeah. just, I, I didn't do it though. But that was another like mistaken idea: is you're gonna have her cosplayed like again, not but, in a creepy I mean, way. That was her choice, though. but but she, she likes cosplay. Well, no, no, but it's it's her choice to do that, and you see how she's dressed. Yeah. And you're gonna have her play switch sports, like she legitimately was like uh, taking her shoes that. off because. She was playing badminton at one point, or and bowling, and it probably was hurting her to try to do this in three-inch platform shoes, right? Mm. Like it was, it, it was a oh, very. Did she understands, or she realized. All you have to do is just move this. Yeah. You don't have to move. Oh yeah, she was putting some yeah. some gusto into those swings. But I, I appreciated that because it made it like at least a little more entertaining more, yeah, yeah, for sure. than just watching two people sit up there and swing a Joy-Con I around. will say Agreed. for the participants, congrats, you won, but have a little content brain. Yeah. They kept, they kept trying way too hard. Yeah. Dude, yeah, she got, what, 5 0 in badminton? Like, yeah. instantly off drop? Oh, the, the person that knew how to play bad, the, the first Dude. person knew how to play badminton and if I was up there and, was, and I saw that she was being, like, she was, you know how she was going all out and doing, being weird, not weird about it, but like, she was exaggerating? Her, yeah. I would have done the same thing. It would it would have been a much more fun experience for like the audience to look at two people acting stupid, playing yeah. Batman or whatever. Than the one, and she it's was not like, about winning. It's about the content. And even when the other person would do well, she'd like high five them. Yeah, yeah. And congrats! Like she was being good sport about all of it. Great sport. Probably the best sport out of all of them was the last dude in sword fighting, like dogged her in round one. He didn't really know how to do it, but I swear, like round two. He let her win just to have the tiebreaker so she didn't get swept. And then he beat her in the second one, but at least she closer got like a Closer match, win. Yeah, closer match. So that was that content brain. So mm-hmm. shout, out to, shout out to that guy. I just thought of this, too. She's on the left side of the auditorium yeah. where we were. Mm-hmm. The people that moved to the right side got <laughs> completely screwed. Yeah, because I mean, she completely screwed. She it was a good experience for us because she was literally right in front of us. Bingo. Yeah. It was it was very entertaining for us, but the people and she tried to start. The, we were lucky. She tried to start on the right side, but the switch was on the left side, and it's such a big auditorium that it was easy, like 40, 50 feet away from where the switch was, like way out of the range of the Joy-Con. So she had to be closer to the switch. Again, a logistical thing, like they probably didn't think about. When setting it up. Realistically, they should have set it up on the stage. Yeah, like have a big screen on the center of the stage behind her. Have them play games like that. Like, because she was right in front of us, it was a fun experience when it worked. Mm -hmm. But definitely, like, for the amount of people that were there. Like, we got in line for that, like, an hour early. Mm -hmm. And that line got kind of nuts to get in they, yep. to the point where they didn't think people were going to be able to fit in there yeah line con 2022 right? yeah over half the people probably got screwed out of like a really fun like panel when it was working just because the way the room was set up and where they put everything and then they didn't know how to fucking work the nintendo switch and the tech dude didn't know how to fucking work the Nintendo Switch. We had, when they were when they finally got it up and running, right, and they're, like, choosing the games, they had to, like, create the characters, and the, the one girl was, like, 
choosing her hair. Like, we're, yeah. It's like, we're like losing time at this point. And she's like wasting time I believe it. customizing yeah. her character. Like, <laughs> that shit was ridiculous. Like, think, please. Uh, it's like, she goes up there. And she changes the hair, the fucking eyes. She looks at the other options. Not Kaho, the other girl. Not Kaho, the other girl. And then Kaho gets up there and sees her character. Is like, this character looks good. It, I'm just going to put a pink shirt on him. And then that was it. It's like, you really are fucking... You got to let everybody else play. This isn't your character. You're the first of three or four people that actually ended up being able to play against her. There's two people just standing there that never got to play. <laughs> yeah. yeah. They were like, if you... And then they were like... If you played against her, come to take a picture. And I'm like, are you really going to screw the people that right. just didn't have time because of technical inadequacy or ineptitude on your part? How about the people that were standing up in the, for the Q&A part and like in the, they got tough. screwed out of asking a question because they were, all right, we're going to start the, the gaming now. Yeah. yeah. There was a Yord that got denied. <laughs> Saeed, Saeed's still looking at the Yord cosplayers. Dude. There wasn't as many today. Obviously. I I agree. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sadly. To say, but yeah, no. I, I think a more traditional Q and A would have been, you know, would have been fine. It's easy. It's simple. It's... I I get though that she's and I appreciate because we've never been to a panel like a gaming panel like that. I appreciate she's a Twitch streamer. She's known for playing games and being on podcasts and stuff. Mm-hmm. So. Props to them for trying something different. And it wasn't in, because we were right. We were literally, what, second row? Yeah. Second, third row. And she was right in front of us. It was, it was a, quite literally next to me at one point. Yeah, it was a good experience. You had to tell her to get closer because the yeah, Joy-Con was... Yeah, she wasn't... It wasn't like reading her movements or whatever. Also, they had to fucking update the Joy-Con controllers. Are <laughs> yeah. you kidding me? They went to start the game... Because they had they just downloaded Switch Sports, so then they just had to put the update on the Joy-Con to let it. The whole crowd's like yeah. jeering and, and cheering when it's actually updating. Yeah, we were like, "Fuck, man, another two minutes wasted." Which, when you've already <laughs> spent thirty five minutes trying to set this shit up, it was uh, logistically bad, but entertainment wise, good. And that leads us to where we are right now. Um, we finished the panel around eight. They did have the dance in the Marriott, but it hasn't been good since whenever. It hasn't been good since they made it... General uh, audience. Yeah, general audience. It was good when it was 18 plus. Yeah. Uh, so we didn't end up going to that. Because they had better music. And the 18... and Or this dance was in a different building than Otakon. They put it in the Marriott, so we'd have to literally go to a different building for it. Uh, and we looked at the panels, and there just really wasn't any interesting panel... The 18 and up wristband line, insanity, probably. Yeah. Like, with the amount of people trying to have to get this 18 and up wristband line. Uh, so we just kind of came back here and talked. And Saeed, that's when you brought up what you like most about conventions. Yeah, just the boys getting... Not just boys, but like your friends coming together, just talking. Like, the events of the con inspire conversation that brightens up everybody's day and weekend and whatever. Yeah, just being able to see people talk about certain things. Talk about uh, life. Talk about life. Talk about gym. What were we hearing at the bar? Because we did go to the bar to oh try my it. God. So, oh, so, man. So the hotel we're at, this might give it away, um, has, has, has a special, see you next year. Has a special menu. So they had a Haku Dragon Roll, a Godzilla Roll, but then they had something called the Alchemist Cocktail for our drinkers out there. 
some mix of yuzu gin, lime juice, elderflower liqueur, tonic, and a philosopher's stone, which was a candied raspberry in the in the thing. So we're sitting in the bar, we're drinking. Uh, and Jim, what, what happens? <laughs> what happens at the bar? Um... Yeah, so we're sitting there, we've got our, what is it, the Alchemist something? Yeah, it was just the Alchemist cocktail. Alchemist cocktail, right, we're drinking those, and these two girls from the convention, obvious convention goers, right, cosplayed yeah, up. Cosplayed I didn't up. look at them at all. They weren't I, I they could, weren't I couldn't type. help but look. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so they sat right next to you, right, because we were at the corner. standing right next to me. We were yeah. at the corner of the bar. They were like, one of them was like a cat girl cosplay, the other was like, I'm sure some League of Legends thing. Yeah. So we're sitting there, they, they walk up, like, and literally the first thing I hear the one girl say to the other is, did you get a pic of this guy's dick? I get a pic of this guy's dick in 10 minutes. Yeah. I'm like, what are you doing right now? Quite clearly in earshot of us. She was, she was right next to Saeed. Almost as if they wanted us to hear this conversation. And I'm sitting there, I'm trying to drink my drink as fast as possible yeah. so I can pay this tag. They were already and drunk. They pre-gamed and came. Uh, that's not, yeah. I don't know. I don't know what they were doing. It but was this... just a weird, weird co- topic to bring up instantly among the two of them. Yeah. It's okay, like. Okay, so you guys are bar goers. That's not normal? No. Okay. That shit is not normal. We sat down, we're drinking. There is a very attractive girl. Kind of a little bit down the bar from us with her two friend. Two o'clock to us. Yeah, two o'clock to us with her friend. They're having a normal conversation about what drink do we want to get next. We saw some cool stuff. Like, I like what I bought. Like, a very normal conversation amongst each other. Nah, two kind of heavier set, like, League of Legends cat girls fucking come in. First thing they say to each other. And when I say, when Jim said they're next to us, it's like, I'm in a seat. We were at the corner. So, I'm in a seat. Jim's next to me. Saeed is the, the corner seat. That's why I don't want to look at them. Because if then, I turn my head, I'm literally right next to them. It's also very obvious that you're reacting to yeah. their conversation if you yeah. make a, if you switch your... And then there's the, the the bar, kind of the corner, and it's one of the girls on and the other side, girl. The other side had more space. Yeah, the, uh, dude, that's the conspiracy. They wanted us to hear it, dude. Because, like Jim said, they sit down... Literally, as we're leaving, or be- right before we left, the girl's like, set your timer. This dude's going to send me a pic of his dick in 10, in 10 minutes. 10 minutes, we'll be out of here. I'm going to get this. And we're just like, what the fuck are we doing here? Why is this the conversation that I wanted suddenly... to joke, but good thing I didn't joke because they weren't hot. They were hot. No, 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 no. They, they, Saeed, there's no such thing as an ugly woman. Just women that aren't our type. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trapping them. Trapping them in it. Trapping them in it. But, it's a trap. Uh, it's, a tra- it's a trap. But yeah, so that was a very interesting conversation. So we kind of got out of there, came up, had some had some conversation about the convention, all that, decided to record this podcast, which kind of brings us to... Oh, and I forgot to mention it when the... I mentioned it... Last week, technically, last night of, as of this recording. If you want to see the figures we got, the art we got, all of that, check our Instagram at Bebop Banter. We've posted a haul pic that kind of includes stuff I bought for myself, my sister, my co-worker, stuff Jim bought for himself, his fiance, stuff Saeed bought. And the art is just kind of rolled up in a tube. But if you swipe, you'll be able to see the individual art pics of the... Satsuki and Ryuko and the kind of berserk guts armor uh, or the berserker armor and guts so go ahead check that out if you're interested but that brings us to where we are now and it's kind of our 
reflective time on this convention as a whole. So I'll kind of toss it uh, to... to uh, you know what? We'll toss it to Jim first because this is your second Otakon. Uh, the first one that I feel like is actually more full of people. Like last year, 2020, there was definitely a downtick in the amount of people that were there. So what are your, what are your thoughts on Otakon as a whole... Uh, this time compared to last time, so anything you got on this convention? Well, uh, you know, I got to meet Saeed for the first time, the man, the myth, the legend. Mm-hmm. Great human being. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, I don't know. I just, it's just an enjoyable experience, despite yeah. the lines, despite the stupid. It's crazy. <laughs> like, we're here ragging on the convention, and I'm not ragging, but like, we're nitpicking, right? At the yeah. stupid lines, at the stupid technical things with the, the Kaho. Uh, panel, mm-hmm. and despite all that, I would be back here next weekend yeah. in, a, in a heartbeat. Right? Mm-hmm. Like it's just, yeah. it's an enjoyable experience. If you can make it, you should make it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can get some. I mean, the art. I'm gonna say it again. I mean, these people, what they can do with their two hands and these brushes and whatever, is just something I could never mm-hmm. fa- fathom doing. Mm-hmm. And you know, I'm happy to part with $35 to yeah. to pick that up. Which, can we say, when we got these from Lunarum, was that her name again? Yeah. When we got these art prints, she was selling them for 25 And after I bought mine, so Jim bought his Gyarados one. We went back as we were exiting. I bought my Arcanine one. And after I bought it, I was like, I'm, I'm comfortable saying this now, having bought this at 25 You could probably charge 30 for these easy. We went back today, and the shits was up to thirty dollars. <laughs> sure enough, thirty dollars. Yeah. So yeah. you know, yeah. that business advice. Yeah, um, but yeah, Saeed, your your thoughts on this here? It's been about two years since I've been to Otakon. It was nice coming back. I came back to an experience unlike any other Otakon because of the lines that we talked about earlier. But like Jim said, it's I don't know what it is. It's like just the vibe is so nice in the city in general or around the Otakon block or whatever mm-hmm. that despite your feet hurting your back hurting because you're getting older and all that it's worth it and uh, the artist alley always good this time in particular there was like four or five outstanding like vendors over there yeah that I'm looking forward to I should have got the cards I, I know one guy I asked oh it wasn't the artist alley it was the wood the wood dude. Yeah, the wood yeah. burning guy. I wanted to order some stuff, but I forgot to get the name for it. But yeah. But they're at every convention. Yeah. yeah. So it's like. Yeah, but yeah, I enjoyed it. I missed it, so I'm glad I got to experience it. I'm glad I decided to come, even though it was last minute, so I didn't get my thing uh, delivered. But I learned my lesson, mm-hmm. and I'm gonna order it, even if I decide not to go. In the... It's just time is money. Yeah. Um, time is money. For me, again. I haven't seen Saeed since Katsukon in yeah. like end of February, so it was awesome. You guys, what, like 10 minutes away? <laughs> yeah. There's just yeah. no excuse for that, for that yeah. behavior yeah. at all. Love, love seeing Saeed. Jim, awesome seeing you again. We talk pretty frequently about like sports teams and stuff, Yeah. but it was awesome seeing you in person. Um, you need to con with everybody at the same time. Yeah, we need to get... It's been years. We need to get the con together with everybody, which... Could be Katsukon. Including all them too. Dude, yeah. the rave I think would be fun with everybody. Yes. Yeah. It, that's that's the thing. We've been, we've been coming with smaller and smaller groups. Uh, 
Nothing past, against a smaller group, yeah, yeah. of course. In the past, we'd have bigger groups. It'd be more motivating to just to go out. Yeah. Just do stuff with a bigger group. Typical, like DC, agreed, typical yeah. DC cops coming by here, by the way. Uh, but yeah, so I enjoyed being able to see both of you. We're going to leave this in because this is the live DC experience. Um, but enjoyed seeing both you guys. Enjoyed the convention again. It's funny, we, we were joking over some pizza that every year, myself especially, after a few like extraordinarily expensive conventions, I always say I'm going to get back to that level and I never do. Uh, but got some good stuff, ate some good food, hang out with some good people. And, uh, you know, teaser for Jim potentially coming to KatsuCon. That one is going to be... That one's going to be something. I think, Saeed, you and I would agree. We've talked about it. Out of KatsuCon and Otakon as much as I love Otakon. Mm-hmm. KatsuCon kind of fits a vibe now that, yeah. that we really fuck with. Uh, so look forward to some live KatsuCon episodes. Some live content. That's not to put Otakon down at all. Because, again, like Jim, you said, I'd be back next weekend in a heartbeat mm-hmm. uh, for this. It's perfect the way it lines up. It's literally six months apart. Yeah. So two a year. Six yep. months apart. So it's, it was a great weekend. It was an incredible weekend. Uh, again, you can follow us at Bebop Banter. You can use code Bebop15 at Kill the Crooks for 15% off your order. If you want to see the type of stuff we bought, you can check out our Instagram again at Bebop Banter. And we have a haul pick that was posted last week as of this episode releasing that you can check out. Uh, if you were at Otakon, mention what your like comment with what your favorite stuff was, how your weekend went stuff that you bought uh were you stuck in lines for forever sound the cosplays yeah that type of deal um and since demetrius isn't here i didn't do it last week but it kind of folds into what i just said if you have any stories about the convention or stuff let us know and we'll share them on the podcast um but until then everybody it has been a pleasure you two being at this convention with you uh my name is wes this is saeed and jim and you guys know what to hit him with. To be continued. Bebop don't stop. Peace.